and welcome back to the Cyber Shindig Podcast, everybody. What's going on? It's episode 108. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Goodrich, and with me today... It's Mike. Mike, your boy. And we have a very special guest in studio, long time coming. He is another Northwest Indiana podcaster. He's digging up some fun stuff here, getting into a YouTube series that'll be coming out eventually, too. It's, ladies and gentlemen, it's YH, YHST and a PBM, Sean Cockerham Woo! in the house. Thank what, you. What's Thank happening, you. Sean? It's happening, man. Dude, it's going. It's good to have you here. This is a real production. This, <laughs> is, this is far greater than uh, uh, I've ever had on a PBM <laughs> or YHST, man. Dude, this is awesome. I'm glad you're here. And cool. uh, it's like I said, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we talked about Sean a few times on the show, Mike and I. Um, I'm glad he's real because for a time I was like, Johnny's making this guy up. He's like, yeah, I made a friend, Mike. I was like, yeah, I'm Shut sure up. you did. What's his name? What oh, Sean, huh? Ooh, real creative. Random at the gas station. Yeah. He's yeah. like, okay, Johnny's making friends over mm-hmm. here. Wonderful. Sure yeah. thing. <clears throat> yeah, man, thanks for thanks for joining us here in the in the basement. It's been a hot second like we were we were talking earlier. Things just get busy and you get bogged down and it's been like two weeks since we podcasted. So Yeah. I think uh, when I stumbled across Cyber Shindig Podcast, it, you guys were in like episode, you guys were in the 90s because I definitely remember the 100. Yeah. Uh, I want to say you guys were like low, low 90s, maybe even 80s. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah, 108. Man. It's pretty wild. Congratulations Thanks, for that, man. man. That's awesome. Yeah. it's It's been a real learning curve for us too, like just as far as tech technical things go. We're still learning obviously how to try to like market this thing and get people to listen mm. to it that's uh yeah. that's, that never ends no yeah exactly it's crazy to think how uh how Sean and I got into contact though i think like i saw on instagram he was another northwest indiana podcaster and then i i think you hit me up or you followed us on cyber shindig right yeah i think so one of the two i forget either i followed you or you followed me and then we I just, said hi first, or did you say, say hi this first? Is like a cute, Who like, said hi know? first? Oh my God, it was so cute. <laughs> it was, it, you know, and we. What's crazy is I have stumbled across so many different like Northwest Indiana podcasters, and now now that I'm doing the web series, I've also interacted with other like actors and comedians from Chicago, and they're also doing podcasts. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the joke, the running joke is that like everybody has a podcast. It's not a joke. Everybody it's, has everybody a podcast. Yeah. It's so damn true. <laughs> you know? It's like, wait, what the fuck? How yeah. did, how did, what? <laughs> right. You'd be like, holy shit, my grandma? Yeah. Someone like, said, too? like, with the uh, pandemic, it's like, tell us if you did one of these three things. It's like, got married, got a pet, or started a podcast. Because oh it's like, yeah. everybody did one of those three things. That so is true. so true. Mm-hmm. I could, dude, I think I went to more, not went to, but I've heard of more weddings happening during COVID than like any other summer. It was like ridiculous. Which is weird to think because we couldn't like gather or have like a ceremonial deal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why people did choose it though. Like fuck, spending thirty thousand dollars on I a fucking wedding. Shit, man, I don't blame yeah. them. I went to a couple uh, super spreader weddings. Oh yeah. Yeah, I went to two of them. I one was for my cousin, and another one was for for a friend. It was during the summertime. You okay. know, like this whole this whole entire like COVID experience has been like up and downs. You know, I mean mm-hmm. hills and valleys, yeah. uh, and it seems like it's never going to end. Yeah. And it's, yeah, dude, it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah. And it's like, what, what, like, what do you take? Like, everyone's got something to say about it. And it's like, sure. no one knows what's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can only learn from like what's happened in the past, I guess. No one knows what's really going. I feel like that was like the first few like months. No one knew what was going on really. And we were like, everyone's just like, listen to the CDC. Obvious. They know what they're doing and stuff. So it's like, okay, 
But two years, man, that's going to be a lot. If we, if we have to get masks back on, dude, it's going to sure. be, people are not going to be happy. Well, you know that no one knew what was going on or knew anything about it when people in the early stages were coming up to you and be like, did you see that Joe Rogan podcast? Oh my God. And you're like, oh my <laughs> Lord. It's yes. Like the, the yes, ep- I did see it. <laughs> and yes, I bought into everything. Yeah. <laughs> like epidemiologist on there, like yeah. freaking the fuck yeah. out of everybody in March. Sure. You know, uh, it's a it's a crazy world that we live in. Definitely. But uh, it's cool. It's cool to do. It's cool to find stuff like that's what I noticed during quarantine, like in the heap of quarantine is that when um, when you find yourself like reclused in a house and you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything and you've watched everything on YouTube, you've watched <laughs> everything on Netflix, you've watched everything on Hulu, you got to eventually like do something, yeah, you man. know, and uh, I definitely fell headfirst into doing like a bunch of creative stuff. So that's then, the perfect time to do it, yeah. too. I feel like a lot of cool <laughs> shit did like stem from quarantine, though, too. Yeah, oh, positive yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. YouTube series, like even pod- new podcasts that I watch that are super famous now, like came out during quarantine, like some really cool shit. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's wild. Um, When did you, when did you start up? So, so you have two podcasts that are still out and available. You have a PBM, which is still on po- uh, Apple Podcasts, right? Uh, No. No, it's not. <laughs> A PBM is not. I can edit that. No, 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 no. We're leaving it. No, it is on there, and uh, it's the reason why it's on there is because I don't know if you've noticed, but Apple Podcasts recently, like whatever Apple did, they redesigned their operating system on the podcast platform, which honestly it's kind of cool and they needed to catch up with the times because yes. Spotify is just blowing them out. Dude. Um, but I think by doing that, it reset their whole entire network and their whole entire system. So through that, everything came back on. So if you've ever created a <laughs> uh, a podcast or if you've ever created anything on that platform, it's all there. Because I have some friends who also like started a podcast and then pulled the plug on it and their stuff is on oh, there man. too. If you want to find some wow. like really like blackmaily shit on there, like <laughs> you, you can, can do like, it. To somebody right now is your time, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, so, so that's, that makes sense though, because we, we noticed that our logo is like the old logo, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, which is really fucked up. And I even like emailed them and didn't hear anything. Apple podcast, man. They suck. They fuck it. They're really dropping they the suck. ball. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I really liked them. Before Spotify like popped off, I thought Apple Podcasts was the place to be only because of the reviews. Right. Mm-hmm. I like having the reviews there just because it it can change the algorithm in a lot of ways. Like you don't have to always have views. You can also just or you don't always have to have plays. You can also have reviews and I think that that helps with the definitely uh, with more plays and more views and more downloads from other random people. And just getting feedback too. Like yeah, yeah. I feel like Spotify, you do, can you comment even on mm-hmm. Spotify? Yeah, you can. So to get like that feedback from people is a lot yeah. nicer. Well, if it's you know constructive, if it's, unless if it's it's just someone be like, "You guys <laughs> fucking suck." Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> the internet's mean, yeah. man. Oh my god, they're it's ruthless. Mean. But sometimes they win, man. Sometimes the internet wins. That is true. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so Sean's got two podcasts. Listen to YHST. YHST. Um, what made you want, like, what made you get into podcasting? I know you're a big fan of podcasts, mm. but you like, um, that's a good question. You know, like, I don't, I just like long form conversations. I just like talking a lot and then I wanted to talk a lot. Hell yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the place to do it. This is the place no, to do it, man. Especially and, if you got something to say, like that's, yeah. this is the best place to do it. For it's, sure. it's, um, I don't know. It's fun. It's uh, it's a place where you can conversate and, 
in a space where no one can walk away from you. Yeah, when you <laughs> I'm tethered. Mike is stuck in the corner. Yeah, there. yeah that's you why you always do this to that's me. Right. I'm like, you're staying no. there. No, it, it, it's about conversations. I think sure. that that's really where like I find my love for, for something like this because I like to learn things about people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do talk a lot. Um, I have a lot of thoughts floating around in my head all the time. Yeah, and man. it's good to like regurg- just get those out of you because oh, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's therapeutic and it also allows for more creativity. But it's also just a cool place to just sit down and have a conversation, you know? It's fun for sure. It is a lot of fun. Like that's what I've noticed the past few years that we've been doing this. It's just like kind of like goofy. Like we like to goof. We like to have a good time. But like sometimes we'll, you know, it'll be like more serious too. And like, but I don't know. It's just a fun place to shit like bullshit with your friends. Yeah, basically. of course. It's mm-hmm. just fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but my co host, Tony, um, Tony Marini, who's shout doing. Out Tony. T- shout out to Tony. <laughs> uh, shout out Tony. Uh, he he was the one that turned me on to podcasts um, a few like years ago, um, probably like seven. He was listening Whoa. to a podcast eight years ago. Eight he, years ago? Yeah, wow. he he's been listening Holy to Bill shit. Burr's show for, no forever. Yeah, wow, big Bill Burr fan he is. Billy and um, by by him always listening to it, I was like, I don't know, maybe there's something there. Let me go check it out. You know, I'm always interested in people. Anytime someone like likes something a lot. I'll go check it out. Yeah, maybe man. I'll like it. You know, like exactly. that's what it's all about. So, um, just doing that, yeah. and then we started just recording them. And I didn't even know how to publish them. I just had I had music gear, and we record music a lot. You know, with a bunch of buddies like mm-hmm. jamming out. And then I realized I'm like, I have microphones, I have cables. Like we could just do this. You've got all the gear. It's just sitting there. Like you could use it for so, a different. I would, medium. I would just email them to people because I didn't know how to publish them. <laughs> this is so, so I would do it. Yeah, dude. How crazy. Yeah, yeah that's how it all started. Quill and some ink. <laughs> and he's like, to whom it's may concern, <laughs> yeah. I have now a podcast. <laughs> yeah. He sent it by Owl. This is like the fucking uh, 2000s version of like selling old mixtapes <laughs> out of your trunk. Pretty much is like emailing yeah. people like an audio wave file. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so that was really fun. You know, during quarantine, I sent out um, I sent out postcards to people. No shit. Yeah, as a joke. Really? And then I had. <laughs> That's uh, kind of cool. I-, I collect typewriters, so I have a couple typewriters, and I would type people notes and then send them to him just no to fuck shit. with him yeah it was awesome. awesome yeah like i was some like serial murderers like <laughs> like see like the title on the envelope like Holy, who the fuck like, i tried to what? make them like i tried to make them like uh very 19th century whereas i was like uh brother and i are doing well this evening he has caught in the cold uh, oh my god uh, <laughs> during covid too yeah, yeah. he's fallen quite ill we don't know if we'll make it to the next moon phase. <laughs> Mother does well, wow. but she finds herself intoxicated many times. Oh, man. Most nights. That's rough. Most nights she's at the pub. <laughs> so that was uh, that was always just fun to do during quarantine. That's hilarious. I, I, th- I feel like that's what's cool about podcasts is it is grassroots. Yeah, definitely. Especially I, like our shows and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, we're not we're not famous by any means, but like... Speak for yourself. <laughs> Excuse me, Mike. Sorry. I've had autographs. This is okay. DM Mike. Yeah, how dare you? This is famous as famous He's like, I'm walking out. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching I can't his pearls. <laughs> how dare you? But, any, you know, it's like, it's just one of those things that you can kind of get famous in like your friends groups or like your circles mm. of different friends and like sure. community and stuff uh, which is cool I, my buddy once had asked me a question or like made a comment he's like i don't know if i heard you tell me this or podcast sean tell me this <laughs> <laughs> you know nice. and that's always cool to hear like when when the homies are supporting because uh 
I mean, I've said this a thousand gazillion times. It takes a village. Yeah. Like if you want to turn something into something, like if you want to monetize on something, uh, which I think we all want to when it comes to like creative stuff, you have to have a group of people to help you support your your idea and your vision, you know? I totally agree <clears> with <throat> that. Yeah. You need some help because you can't do everything. No, no. You, I mean, you can't. I mean, you, I guess you could try and pick up. You know what I was doing when I had a PBM is I would go around people and I would just like at parties, I would just take their phone and then I would go on to uh, like Apple Podcasts and just hit <laughs> oh, subscribe. Dude. I'd write my own reviews That's on their show. Hilarious. Because everybody would say, you know, oh, yeah, I'll totally do that. But then, mm-hmm. they wouldn't, you know, a lot yeah. of people say that, but they don't. Um, they you need don't. to have that like sense of it's not I don't know if it's shamelessness, but like mm. my cousin did the same thing. He's got a yeah. uh, uh, another D&D podcast. Uh, that he runs. He's from Texas, but we have like a giant family, like huge. My dad's side is like 10 brothers, 11 brothers. I, oh, I forget. Wow. Um, 10 brothers and sisters. Anyways, there's like 40 people at our family reunion and he just gathers everyone up during dinner, dinner time. He's like, <laughs> everyone bring out your phone. <laughs> everyone go to Apple podcast app, like, and subscribe and leave a comment on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're a genius, dude. Like just something so simple and easy. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Uh, it's very easy or it's simple. I don't know how easy that is because there's a lot of people who'd be like, you know, they, they give you, cause you do have to be shameless because you know, there's certain people like what you doing over there yeah. with that technology stuff. Why aren't you in the factory yeah. <laughs> making that steel? You're in the steel mill. We, we've been a family of steel mills. <laughs> Let me look at them hands. They got no calluses so on there. Soft. <laughs> the hell's the matter with you playing with those microphones? Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's it's seriously it's like one of those things that are so uh, like you said you got to be almost shameless and I I'm terrible at that shit too mm-hmm. like marketing with that and like just like plugging and posting and reposting and shit I'm like man these people don't want to see this but some right. people might yeah you know That's sometimes like uh, yeah exactly sometimes you get into the weeds of like why am I why am I reposting a post of another post it's mm-hmm. like but if you if you realize like it as a tool like with social media i guess that helps that helps the uh the algorithms uh the gods of the algorithms yeah, man. you know what i mean like that's what they want to see definitely and i think that kind of puts you on the spot you know oh yeah definitely man and it only takes like one person who has never seen that post mm-hmm. that you don't know and then they see that and they're like oh maybe i want to check that out and then they get into it they repost stuff it yeah. just takes like one little tiny yeah. thing to like change everything. And right. I've I've posted stuff to m- my personal Instagram page instead of the Cyber Shindigs page back in the early days by accident. And someone like <laughs> hit me up they're like you do a podcast I'm like oh fuck. Yeah, I do a podcast man like you can check it out. Like, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes it, I mean as 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 like weird as it f- may feel sometimes like you might just get someone to like cross over to your sure. side and <laughs> yeah, like listen yeah. to your shit. Reel them in. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly. what it's all about. And honestly, I mean I always feel like as long as you have good intentions, you're not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you have no. fun doing this? Oh, dude. Do you have fun doing this? You know, that's a hard <laughs> thing. Yes, of course I do. You know, like, that's like, all uh, it's about. Sometimes, when, back when Johnny got really drunk at the show, yeah. things were kind of dark. It's but. not like we're trying to sell anything. Yeah. We're yeah. not trying to change your opinion on things. We're just like bullshitting, having a good time. Yeah. It's something like, it's almost therapeutic for us. Yeah, yeah, you know? sure. Because before we did the podcast, Johnny and I would just like send each other every now and then like a meme or two. Mm-hmm. You know, we never had like a real conversation about things. Yeah, yeah. we were but, always pretty close friends though. But mm-hmm. like after we 
we went to college, both of us kind of went our own ways yeah. for a little bit and saw each other during the holidays, that kind of thing. Oh, for sure. But, you know, yeah, yeah. And especially as like guys, we don't talk about like, we just don't have conversations. We yeah. just kind of joke around and bullshit. Feelings. Yeah. yeah. One, of them the feelings. one of them, they're feelings. Yeah. Bury those deep. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> so this is like a weird way to like force us to like yeah. have conversations. Sure. And I've learned so much about him. Oh, I man. knew him for way longer than we did the podcast, yeah. but I've learned more about him in the last like three years which is crazy thing we've been doing this podcast for fucking three years. Pretty wild. Then I knew him like all of high school and all through college. Mm. I've it's learned weird. a lot about you and myself doing this though. Yeah, you know my birthday oh, now, sure. which is weird. Oh, I know, it's yeah, wild. Man. He never pretty, knew it. Pretty crazy. Hold on, right? don't say it. When is oh, it? Oh, you suck. When is it? When is it? <laughs> don't you dare. January 20. <laughs> Come on, you right? can do it. You can do it, man. I have oh, so much shit. faith in you. Please. Uh, January 26. Yeah. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, you nice. saved yourself, like, man. Oh, yeah. fuck. I knew it was in the 20s. Somewhere over funny. there. But yeah, man, you learn a lot. I'm sure, sure you, it's the same thing with you and Tony. Well, you know? <laughs> actually, it's not. For for the reason is, is that we have known each other since we were 12 years old. Oh, shit. And we've been like... I mean, for the most part, thick as thieves since since day one. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like we always had like in our early stages, like a, a friendship. Like he had, we had a same mutual best friend, right? Um, and then after he went away to school, it was just like, well, Pete's gone. You want to just hang out? <laughs> yeah, I guess know? we got to be best <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works. Um, so, like you know, oftentimes, and that's what I love about YHST. It it takes no thought process. Uh, oftentimes, we can like finish each other's sentences or thoughts. Sure. And and then, you know, you listen to the to the episodes. Um, yeah, I've listened. We to can all get them. real mean with oh, man. each other, dude. It's funny when Tony's yeah. got like an attitude, or he's like he was sick that one day. Oh he yeah, he was so shitty to you. I was loving it, man. It was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah, so like he's that's like, the dude, best I part feel like about shit. it. I don't like. <laughs> let's just get this thing done. And he's so good as a co-host because he won't. He never told me that before we started recording that episode. That like he was he sick. Just, yeah, he never said anything, never sniffled, never yeah. coughed, never let on that he was not feeling well. Right. And then that's the first thing he let out, which obviously just creates just good content. It was pretty funny. Know? And listening to a lot of the episodes, I find that the the movies that so you guys you guys watch a movie every every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys like do like a, a bit beforehand. You just talk about the movie and that kind of stuff. Watch the movie and then you come back and talk about the movie. And I noticed that the movies that you like the least are always the funniest podcasts for some reason. Yeah, like you just shit on these on these on these <laughs> movies, which yeah, is really yeah. funny. Like uh, the one that um, Donnie Darko is yes! probably the best episode. Yes, it's the best dude. episode. It, that movie is so stanky. Have you ever seen Donnie Darko? Yeah, I lo- <laughs> dude. I used to love Donnie Darko. Love Donnie oh, Darko. Yeah. And then I we went back to watch it because Tony had never seen it, and it was the. The the last time I watched Donnie Darko was probably when I was eighteen years old. Dude, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's. I've no, never it seen it. Hell, it don't go back it, and no, watch. don't don't <laughs> ruin it, it for yourself. I just knew there was yeah. this weird rabbit creature that no one else could see but him. Right. Correct. Yeah. Well, because he's schizophrenic. Right. Right. Uh, Who's allegedly, the actor in this? Who's Jake Gyllenhaal. That's Jake Gyllenhaal right. and his sister Maggie Gyllenhaal. Whoa. Is also in this and um um uh, Demi. Demi, Demi Moore. Lovato. Demi Moore? No. Her? 
or her? No, top uh, top left next to the bunny down. Uh, who is she? Right she was nope, the girl that's up there. Oh, um, you wouldn't know even dude, if I, I move my water bottle. Her? Shame on me for not knowing that. Um, it wouldn't be the Cyberstring podcast if we didn't oh know the God, name dude, of this the is celebrity. The, she, was guys, in, she was I in E.T. She was a little girl in E.T. Jenna Malone. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Patrick mar- Swayze's in that movie? Yeah, oh, and like he's that. so weird. <laughs> he's so weird. That's like my mom's heartthrob. Really? Yes, dude. I believe yeah. that. <laughs> it's a good heartthrob to have. He's a handsome fellow. You know? But yeah, man, when you guys were shitting all over that, and I think you were shitting all over, um, what was it? Big or no? Tony was shitting on uh, Big, Big Trouble, Trouble in Little China. China. <laughs> Fuck him for shitting on Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, that movie dude. was cool. <laughs> I never saw either of those movies, yeah. but I was like, man, I want to start watching movies now. Like, especially because you guys do such a good job of picking, uh, like a variety of like classics to like kind of crappier movies like Donnie Darko. Yeah. I guess, you know. Well, so we started we started structuring it pretty pretty fun. Um, Tony picks a movie. And then we do a movie recommendation and you can like email us or you can message me on Instagram. And then we draw that out of a hat. Ooh. So if we have like a lot of recommendations, we That's put it in the cool. hat and then we pick one. Um, and then we do my movie the next week, the third week. And then the next week after that, we do a new movie. And it has to came, it, it had to have came out in the year that we're in. Okay. So 2021 for gotcha. this situation. So and then we just recycle and repeat mm-hmm. so that's kind of funny keeps it fresh because eventually i mean you know in those early stages i was like i'm such a movie buff and then you start thinking about it and you're <laughs> yeah, like man i haven't seen a lot of movies to make that claim <laughs> you know shit. i like movies but i don't you know i'm not a movie buff yeah you know especially when you start going all the way back to like 30s 40s 50s films where it's oh, almost sure. impossible to watch those things yeah yeah, they can be difficult. You have to go with it with yeah. with a certain perspective. I think that that's really been the 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 point or what I've taken out of doing the podcast is if you go into a movie thinking it's going to be one way and then it doesn't live up to those expectations, you think the movie sucks. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um I guess Point Break was like that. Oh yeah, I remember hearing You know, you I love Keanu one. Reeves. Yeah, dude. Um who's that? <laughs> Keanu? Never some, heard of them. Some, nerd, <laughs> some sad Keanu. Um, yeah, man, that was um, John Wick Four is coming out soon. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those. Of course, I you have any of them, but I've heard such good things, like good movies to like work out to. Basically, it's oh, like if you're yeah, if you like watching people die and bullets. <laughs> you know what's cool about John Wick is the audio. So like, put on a good pair of headphones. Oh shit! Because like how they how they recorded the audio for. You know the running, the action, the gun mm-hmm. shoots, the uh, car chases. Um, it's awesome, dude. It's so cool. Have you ever seen anyone? There's like these YouTube videos where they do. Um, they follow the guys around in like the Hollywood studios doing foley sounds, which are basically like the sound effects that go in like big blockbuster movies. Mm. Like if you see um, people walking, you don't see their legs, but you'll see them walking, and then they'll just have like a guy in a studio somewhere like bound up with all this shit and all this like <laughs> bricks and, and different shoes and it'll just be like watching the video matching it with a shoe on a different type of yeah. cobblestone yeah it is i wanted to do that so bad when i was in college i was like how fun would that fucking be just to make sound effects for movies <laughs> and there's like rattling different shit like you can uh, still do that insane. man go after it you think so chase those dreams yeah, yeah. I, hell yeah don't let <laughs> your dreams be dreams man <laughs> come on 
I st- I almost went to school to Flashpoint, which is a um, it's like an art school in Chicago. It oh, lost yeah. its accreditation and then it's recently closed. So I'm glad I didn't go Ooh, there. Yeah. Uh, but I got to tour it, and one of the cool things because I wanted to go for audio engineering. One of the cool things was something like that with the yeah. um, um, with the effects, and they had in the studio they had a wooden you know just a, a wooden platform where you could record bands and do whatever you wanted to, mm-hmm. but then you could lift the platform up and then underneath it it had all of these different like uh it had gravel it had stone it had sand it had all these things that you could kind of tinker with and then record for you know whatever purpose yeah effect that you had. just like cool sound effects it's a lot of work that goes into um making movies and cinema yeah it's crazy yeah you're you're kind of dipping your toes here now well not dipping your toes you're probably almost like you're like equivalent to jumping in the lake with this stuff now because I'm treading water, John. I'm treading water. Sean's got a life like like preserver. He, Sean is <laughs> just almost finished shooting a YouTube short series, correct? Uh, yeah, it's like a, it's a web series. So okay. we're probably gonna have it on YouTube. Okay. Um, because it's the biggest market. To Fuck yeah. Yeah, you know, publish anything. Oh yeah, dude. But um, we haven't decided because we haven't. You know, I haven't even gotten into the editing bay for that yet. Gotcha. We're still in production. Um, it's been fun. It's been a lot of work. Oh man, it's been it's, a little stressful. And you're the director, <laughs> um, so you definitely yeah. are dealing with some shit. Yeah, Ooh. for sure. You know, a lot of that stuff. It doesn't just fall on top of me. It also falls on uh, the co-creator and writer is Ian Gill from okay. Fresh Hops. Yeah, um, man. So, which has been so much fun to like collaborate on a creative piece with somebody like that you know how long have you known ian for not that long i mean i went to my first hop show um two and a half years ago and i never met ian that night um but then through a pbm and getting to know stefan who's the violinist of that band yeah dude have you ever seen fresh ops man no, I no. have. I have saw them. Cool. They're super. Oh, cool. Holy shit! If you live in Northwest Indiana and you're like you like bars and beers and like good music, mm-hmm. Fresh Hops is like a staple. I feel like of the region music. They throw scene. it down, man! It's like a rock so band good. with a violinist. Yeah, and it's so sick. How they like violins. Yeah, it's they're, cool. They're yeah, good. They're really cool. good. I saw them by accident. Like I said, my dad plays a lot at like open mics and stuff too. And mm-hmm. like every once in a while, they'll be the backing band. Or oh, a couple sure. of the guys will be like back in like yeah. the backing band. You know, they're yeah, they're really oh for jam night. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, for yeah. Jams. They do that on on Wednesdays yeah. at uh, at Beer Geeks. That's right. a, such a ton of fun. I want to go one night. We'll have to all get up there sometime. Oh, for sure. Because you play, don't you? Yeah, huh? I yeah. play guitar. Yeah, um, be cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely <laughs> yeah. a like, little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah getting to know Ian was super cool, and then I help him produce him and and brandon's podcast called some people like us right which is um, on youtube and apple podcast, on youtube all we got video stuff, right? and stuff going screw apple it's, yeah. uh, it's on Spotify. Yeah, Boss, yeah. Baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no it's uh it's it's all over it's we have video now um oh yeah and uh that's been a ton of fun so then through doing and helping him produce that podcast because there's i mean you guys get it there's a lot of logistics man it's nuts. you guys have lighting you guys have to record it you guys have to mix it master it publish it yeah you, you know to and then you got to write a description oh like, dude that's the worst fucking part i loathe that part yeah. for some reason i, I, I just show up <laughs> <laughs> i don't do any of that stuff i'm like Woo. and now i've added a backup recorder because i've lost episodes before which oh. is like so scary yeah so i have a zoom recorder just recording the raw audio off the back of the unit <laughs> so i'm like well that's like uh with um with best friends forever the web series that we're shooting i have it on a two terabyte hard drive and i had I probably had like 500 gigs of, oh. of of video 
that was just on that. Whoa. Insane, so then right? finally I went to I went to Tony because he's the tech wizard. Oh really? And I was like, oh yeah. Is yeah. He? Well, oh, he, he does cyber cybersecurity for down no in Austin. Shit. Yeah, dude, that dude knows his stuff. So Can you help me build a like a like a gaming PC uh-huh. or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, shit, sure. Tony, yeah, I'm yeah. repeating you. Tonight. For sure. Uh, his 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 like. I mean, it's it's for work, but yeah. obviously he games on it too. Is immaculate. He's got like twenty monitors that surround. Oh my god! Him. It's not really twenty, <laughs> but it, it feels like it. it's yeah. all encompassing. Oh and, my god, uh, dude! Hell so I yeah. went to him and I was like, "It's only on this," and he's like, "I got you." So then yeah. we threw it on another external. So um, Just because losing case. data, man, it's it's terrifying. It's I scary, mean, you know, especially on a computer. Like at least, you know, you have it on a backup disc somewhere. That's sure. why I like a, you know, like a portable hard drive or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's fucked up if, because I've had, we have lost episodes. I lost all the video for our D and D podcast. Like the very, the first three episodes lost all of it. Yeah. I just had it on an SD card and forgot about it. And then went to format this camera and just <laughs> wiped the whole camera, <laughs> wiped the whole card out. And I thought about it in the shower. I was like, what did I do? Oh, no. I just <laughs> start sweating immediately. It's like, fuck. Yeah, it's not fun to lose stuff like that. No, you know? no. It'll, I mean, you, uh, so much work yeah. went into mm-hmm. uh, those production days Dude. and shooting. Oh, you know? sure. Um, How was your guys's, because I've been on a few small sets, and uh, it's always like the energy of the set. Like, I love a good... I love a good energy on a set, like a fun, like you know what you're getting into when you can feel like a fun energy on set. Sure. That's why I was like, yeah, dude, if you need like anything, I just like to come, like just hang out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just fun to be on set sometimes because you know you're something's being made, something fun and creative might, you know, come from it and it's like, it's a good time if you have the right people. Right. You know The what first I mean? week was not fun. No. Was <laughs> the it first, scary? No. It, well, it wasn't even <clears throat> that it was scary. It. I mean, it was... It was a little nerve wracking. Yeah. First day, first day we shot at Beer Geeks, and shout out to Beer Geeks and Jason over there. I mean, he has been nothing but gracious for us to film there whenever we wanted. We filmed inside there. We filmed in their parking lot. We filmed Whoa. behind the, Damn, the restaurant. I like, think I've ever been, been. So cool. Beer Geeks is sick. I need to make a pilgrimage. Um, we need to go out there. Sometime, awesome. Like. It is a haul for <laughs> being in Lowell. It's Griffith, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's in Griffith. It's not too bad. Um, it's not bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're like right I'm, up the road yeah. from it. Yeah. <laughs> we can dress as pilgrims when we go. Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's pilgrim. It's the only way to go to Beer Geeks, <laughs> yeah. honestly. We'll get some looks. we breaking some necks. <laughs> right. They'll be looking at us like, what just, the hell? Just bring, just bring the smallpox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you got the blankets? <laughs> uh, so he's been nothing but uh, just gracious about that. And then, so we filmed on Sunday for the first day. Okay. And it was such a big production. I mean, we had amazing lights. We had uh, multiple cameras. We had dual monitors so I could see on a big screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we had man. lapel microphones. Yeah. We had walkie-talkies. <clears throat> Didn't need those, but had them, right? <laughs> Dude. Uh, we had all the toys. We were all, all the toys. Wow. Did you have the, uh, what do they call it? It's like, um, ca- not Camera City, but something city where uh, you have like all the different TVs and it's like a little booth of just TVs and like you people like playing back footage and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. We had that opportunity. Yeah. And then headphones. Yeah. Um, and then I had, it wasn't a director's chair, but it was most certainly a nice camping chair. <laughs> nice. Very nice camping did chair. Did it have a cup holder? It, had, oh, it yeah. had, not only did it have a cup holder, it had a platform. Oh, so like, dude. Yeah. So I could, I could set my script down. Yeah, I man. could set my adult beverage down. Yes. I could do, and it was fun. And we're shooting in a restaurant pub bar. Like, it Even was better. so sick. You're not outside sweating your ass off for the most <laughs> part. You know, it's like a nice controlled climate. Yeah, very much Nothing so. better, dude. Um, And it was before hours. So there was nobody around other than cast and crew. 
and uh, and then the extras who came to shout out to uh, Juan, Courtney, Haley, and Olivia. Shout out, because baby! Because that was amazing. To, yeah. You know, for people to show up as extras, just to I hang mean, out in the background. and they hang out so long for that. <laughs> you know, and uh, so you know, the first day was cool. It was it was fun. It was a little you know nerve wracking because it's oh, just dude. like overwhelming. It's I a guess. lot of stuff. Just bringing in and setting up gear is sure. a lot. I'm like, that right? Would, it's nerve wracking. And dude. this is well, your first time doing it, right? This is my first time doing it. It's yeah. not my first time writing scripts. I've written countless amount of scripts. I don't even know how many uh, Damn, for dude. the last. 12 13 years i've been writing just no stories shit. Wow. yeah anytime i get like an idea for a story the only way i know how to write it is scripts i can't like hmm. i guess i could if i wanted to sit there and write down like a fictional novel but to weave in and out of of movement and characterization it's too hard for my brain to, yeah. to like conceive it so like i think about i think about um stories and dialogue and movement and oh, wow. that's it that's impressive so, usually people struggle i was a just lot gonna say that's dialogue. like the hardest part dialogue so? and you yeah oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It just makes sense. Like two or three yeah. scripts in college. I hated the whole really? thing. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck off and like write funny stuff. Like yeah. I was just gonna say, like Sean, you should come back. I'll write like a funny script for us to like because we did like the oh, Agent no. J script or whatever, yeah. where we just like screwed around. I made like a really funny script and yeah. Well, was, you guys did some hilarious. smut stuff too, right? Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we that did. That was fun. That was yeah, a good time. That's awesome. That was that was like, dude, that was hard. Oh, yeah, I Johnny. Bet. Johnny texted me. He's like, "This was like homework, I'm man." Like, I was like, this? "Dude, it's a three-page yeah. like sexy story. Like, Just sucks. get over it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, It was fun in the long uh, run. But, but yeah, writing usually, stories is fun, and it's it comes very natural for me. But then that's impressive. You know, to direct has been um, been challenging, and I think like. Although I've been like the lead role as a director, I mean, without Ian, I don't think I could I could keep myself afloat through the process yeah. because sometimes, you know, not only am I directing, long story short, there was a situation that arise <laughs> and the camera <laughs> oh, no. guy that we had and the guy who had all of the gear, mm-hmm. um, there was a falling out um, and he took all of his gear and he was off production. He, he hit the road. Yikes. So yeah, what, that's um, scary. It was, it was terrifying because, you know, you put in, we put in so many hours, 12, 24, 30, about 30 hours Damn. of work in. And then it was, I had all of it. Well, I was going to ask. Well, I have most of it. Mm-hmm. He okay. hasn't given me all of it, which has been a been a bit of an issue. Yikes. Oh my God. Yeah, that's so, crummy. Um, but I, I have most of it, which I guess that's is, good. Uh, you know, you got to look at the silver lining. Exactly. But then obviously getting to know, getting to know my new friend over here. Hey, uh, not imaginary, it, Mike. <laughs> it has been, I, I don't think, I mean, I've, I've stressed this to you over the past couple of weeks. I mean, literally a lifesaver you have been to uh, to do what you've done yeah, about man. loaning this gear. I'm know? happy to help. I just loaned Sean a camera for the whole thing like it just sits in my basement anyways and it's so. honestly the DSLR is I got uh, I mean that thing is amazing I've yeah. gotten so many cool shots off of it um, without even knowing what I'm doing yeah with that dude camera, it's, you know? it's, re- it's like a real artsy look too a lot of people uh, kind of look down on like shooting f- like actual full-length films and like videos and stuff on DSLRs yeah. just because there's better options for that kind of stuff but you can do it like it's yeah. you can definitely shoot videos on on DSLRs. And I think, you know, when it comes down to it, this story is more about telling the story and getting the story out there rather than trying to have some fancy pantsy Christopher Nolan camera action right. or, you know, some Wes Anderson stuff. You know, there there have been moments where I was like, oh my God, that shot was amazing. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's like, 
kind of just sitting there and delivering lines. And, yep. Um, you know, that's a that's an art all to itself, Dude, like definitely. moving camera and stuff. Oh, my you know? God. Yeah, equipment, a lot of the times, like, less is more. If you can handle, if you can do it with less, it's, it's better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's less to worry about, less things fail, less, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just easier. Yeah. But sometimes if you do know what the heck you're doing with, like, a really fancy camera. Sure. You can get some pretty sweet looking, fo- yeah. like, footage from it. <laughs> you know, and uh, the fact that, the fact that he had all of the footage that, or the, 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 all the toys right he had mm. all the toys which was awesome but if you don't know how to use the toys is it really worth it right you know what i mean like this dslr kind of just does it all by itself yeah. without really having to do a know-how like if you wanted to get into photography or you wanted to start doing filmmaking you could buy that and just figure it out from yeah right there you know oh dude definitely so yeah it's um, got like autofocus it's got all the shit mm-hmm. that you need and like it, it's really easy to zoom and stuff so it's like and it looks good. I yeah. think and like if you clean it up probably in post and make it like make the lighting or whatever coloring and stuff you need like yeah. it'd be good. And I found a cool you know? editor. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, awesome. yeah. It, we're in the early stages in conversation, but uh he seems like he's going to work out and it'll oh, yeah? be yeah, it'll be super fun. Rad, man. Super That's rad. good to hear. So, did do you know anything about like the story at all? Has he has Johnny told you? Jonathan has not told me anything because no. outside of the Cybershine podcast, <laughs> he does not speak to That's me. That's right. I shun him usually. Yeah, I'm always like, "Hey buddy, you want to hang he out?" Me. I said, "Leave me and alone." I get the cousin. three dots and then it's just nothing. Yeah. And then the middle finger emoji. <laughs> yeah. like, get lost. No, he has not mm. told me anything other than the guy had taken the footage which fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> which what what are you even going to do? Just give it back like yeah. you what are you gonna do with this like te- whatever amount of footage He's gonna you send have sean videos of him watching <laughs> it check it out sean. Dude, <laughs> but no what is it what is it about if you're i don't want to incriminate myself <laughs> so video, i'll just stop talking it's a on video that. of him deleting sean's footage <laughs> oh, on his computer dude. he's like remember how long it took to make this dragging it to the dumpster on his back the terrible oh. thoughts that you're putting in oh. my head. <laughs> that no, yeah, that's yeah. Johnny for you. Shit, yeah, I'm good but at that. If you don't mind revealing like some of the plot, yeah. Um, so yeah. you want to know the ending? I'll just no. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, like, you would do that. Yeah. Tell um, me, please. No, I don't. <laughs> no, no. It's dude. It's so genius. Ian came up with this story and he pitched it to me. And um, so the 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 show is called Best Friends Forever, mm-hmm. and the concept is it's two friends. Thick as thieves. Sure. You know, met in college and they've been pretty much inseparable ever since, you know, like they probably, you know, they dormed together in their early years and then just hit it off and, you know, grew throughout their whole entire 20s. And now as they're approaching their 30s and they're turning the new page, as I feel like all of us do when we get to like this particular age group. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Stop it. <laughs> you know. Peter Pan over here. <laughs> Some of us go the route where, you know, more traditional routes where we're getting careers, we're getting houses a white picket fence marriage weddings um all of that all of that the cliche of the american dream sure and then there's other people who are on the total opposite side of the spectrum and a bunch of degenerates yeah who just are just bums and they yeah. like living, living in your that. parents basement yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right here folks yeah baby if, yeah. Uh, if this it's resonates <laughs> with you a little too much she's like sweating over here <laughs> that's funny you met, you say that because i do have a lot of friends that are living the complete opposite of that mm-hmm. and then there's just me i'm like hey. me too me too <laughs> yeah. i feel like this I, I want people to watch this and and like it really tug at your heart because i think at the end of the day we all have that one friend 
from either side, you know, mm-hmm. and and definitely these are characterizations of this type of person on either side, right? Yeah. You got like a degenerate and then you got a corny guy, right? Right, And like we all can see ourselves in probably both of those people, but we tend to lean either way. Mm-hmm. So long story short, um, the character ends up um, having an accident and he becomes a ghost. Okay. And now he has uh r- came back to his friend's life and he's starting to haunt him i guess we could say <laughs> i would That's definitely awesome. do that yeah right? i feel like a lot of people if would like if you died and you had the choice to be a ghost and you're like hey you want to be a ghost for like a couple months and you can do what you want i'd be like fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah dude right. you're a ghost. Go how could you people. not how yeah. could you not how early on is that revealed in the show though like that that the person what i just told you first episode first episode Mm -hmm. yeah it happens right away so that's not like it's not giving anything away sure you know the um maybe i have my phone on is it the degenerate that turns into a ghost oh of course okay Okay. that's That's what i figured that makes sense um, that makes total sense i'll I'll read you guys the log line i was gonna ask you for that yeah so a damned for hell ghost persuades his living best friend to sin on earth misery loves company Nice. So, I like it, man. yeah, it's about a guy who is sad that he's dead, and uh, and he, the only reason why he's sad is because his best friend's living. Mm. Oh, right, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is wild. you know, yeah. like when we say, like, you know, oh, that's my BFF, that's my right. best friend forever, mm-hmm. uh, forever, forever, you know? and ever. Yeah. right? Um, <laughs> so that's the whole, that's the stick of it. That's um, cool, man. So yeah. through these 10 episodes, and they're all short, so they range, hopefully they're going to range somewhere between f- three to four minutes all the way up to 10 minutes per episode. It's nice. That's a that's actually a really ingenious idea with the way people's intention spans are now with like consuming mm-hmm. content. Sure. It's like the same thing. It's like the smaller little tidbit mm-hmm. almost works out better for some reason. Yeah, of course. You know? you know, if I can, if I can snag you on two episodes, um, chances are you'll come back and watch more of the episodes. You sure. know, especially if it's not like an hour and a half episode, because <laughs> yeah, like as yeah. As an adult, oh god, let me adjust my time. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, you only have so much time in the day. You know, after you work and then you come home, you eat dinner, and it's like I've got like three hours to like decompress. Sure. It's like how do you choose to spend yeah. that time? So someone like presents me, hey, I have an hour and a half episode of this. Be tough versus like, hey, we're doing this thing three minutes per episode. Like that's that's a no brainer. Yeah, that's I'll do the awesome. Three minute you can time. watch that on your lunch break, yeah. like on your phone, of yeah. course. You know, you know, and it's um. And in total, it'll be roughly about 50 minutes, I mm-hmm. think. Oh, wow. So, you know, no one wants to sit there and watch your friend's short film for 50 minutes. Dude, right? I don't want to watch, watch that. <laughs> I don't want to watch that at all. Yeah, it's watched, not fun. It's not. I've watched a lot of college, like, just through school. It's not fun, man. Yeah, no, yeah. it's long, but, and you have to... It, it's almost like enduring. You have to endure through watching something like that. But if you watch something that's five minutes long, mm-hmm. everybody has five minutes. That's you nothing. Know? And you're competing. Yeah. There's so much, like we said, with like content, there's so much of it now too. It's like you're competing like, okay, I could watch like Mike and Mai's like shitty podcast for an hour or I could watch a Game of Thrones episode for mm-hmm. an hour. You know it's what I mean? Same quality. It's pretty damn damn like, same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, that's a easy call, but like, so you better <laughs> yeah, like- Yeah, the podcast. You better, yeah, <laughs> of course. So there's yeah. just so much shit out there too. It's like you're competing yeah. with everybody. So. Yeah, of course. You know, and then on top of it, the the thought was in reality these episodes should be 20 25 minutes long they should be um 
the idea is that it's a linear show, so it moves from episode one to episode ten, and time has has changed, and like it's 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 linear in in storytelling. Um, when it comes to like really diving into these characters, everything comes so fast. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to pay attention to the lines and pay attention to the subtleties um, because in reality, we would love to stretch it to 20 to 25 minutes, you sure. know? So that I think the end goal is we want to put it out there. We're going to do a premiere night, um, make a party out of it, Dude. have uh, maybe Fresh Hops will play. Ian's going to compose the music that coincides That's with it. That's even cooler. It's That's amazing. Bad, badass. Amazing. And he's done that countless times because he went to school for no shit for music does so, he play like piano and stuff too he can play anything Holy you give him fuck. anything he can play it um it's a man's man right yeah, there wow. yeah, for sure <laughs> he, he's, he, he plays That's a six c- string bass oh shit Whoa. dude yeah dude slays that so, guy knows his theory he, he knows himself. <laughs> he definitely knows his stuff so um yeah i heard with you, him doing that i heard you talking about that on the last yhsct or mm. yhst i don't know why i'm having such a hard time pronouncing it's that too many tonight. It's too many letters right no but you were talking about the like just the premiere and like the party i was like dude what a better like that is a, a great way to just like premiere that yeah have, like a like a fucking band play too and then just like yeah. watch the whole like season pretty much right in one go yeah just have one be go pretty dope. um i think it would be fun and then you know we'll put it onto the internet and hopefully it gets the traction that i i feel like it so rightfully deserves uh there's there's just nothing there's nothing out there I think in in Hollywood and in movies right now that is doing this kind of story. You know, like everything anything that says that it's a dark comedy cuz Best Friends Forever is most certainly a dark comedy, yeah. right? It's about a dead friend trying to get his best living friend to do sinful acts. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty dark, yeah. right? I mean, um no doubt about it. So to to have it as a dark comedy, I don't feel like there's really any true dark comedies anymore. I also feel like there's really not too many comedies. There's no, nothing man. that's really that there's funny not. right you, now. You can't make a, like a comedy like they did back in the day, like uh, Superbad even. Mm-hmm. I think I was listening to a podcast. Sure. Like, you can make Superbad nowadays. No. Rogan and yeah, Quentin Tarantino. That's, who, that's the, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, and I fall in line with Tarantino's idea. You can yeah. Oh, yeah. You definitely can. But as soon as you say, and this is such a cliche, cliche motivational thing, but you know, I always say, I tell the children this. <laughs> I always say, uh, I say like, uh, up, kids. When yeah. they say like, oh, I can't do that. I'm like, well, I say I can't rock climb. You know what I'm not going to be able to do? Rock climb because <laughs> right. I said I can't do it. You know. Mm-hmm. So when you say like, oh, I couldn't make a movie like that. Well, you've already put that thought into your head. That's you true. Know? I think with like. I think if you want to do something, you just do it. Yeah, Definitely. Your own limitations. Like right. whether that's high, like I can do this, I will do this. Those mm-hmm. are your limitations or I can't. Like right. you're in charge of yourself and as far as you go. Oh, for sure. You know? Yes. I, I would love to see some great comedies like they made back in the day. I wish someone would just like get the stick out of their ass or just like. Well, it's out. Yeah. Is it's it? okay. way it's, out of there and we're doing it. It's coming, it. baby. Yeah. I, <laughs> coming I down the so. pipe. There's a moment. Have you ever seen uh, the movie Requiem for a Dream? Oh, man. I have not. Got, I know the movie, though. Yeah? Yeah, I know the movie for sure. It's got uh, Jared Leto in it. Okay. Um, Jared the worst Leto. Joker. It's uh, <laughs> Put that out. pretty bad. Pretty bad Joker. <laughs> I'll agree with Mike on that For one. sure. Uh, Jared Leto's cool, though. He's a, he's a weird cat. But in Requiem for a Dream, here, scroll up for me. It says yeah. uh, a psychological... Hold on, scroll all the way up. All the way. 
Keep going. No, no. Or, oh, oh, oh sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. Psychological drama film directed by yada, 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 and starring Jared Leto. It's based on the 1978 novel of the same name. Oh, this is way too long. And The oh film God, depicts yeah. four characters affected by drug addiction okay, and I'm how gonna... it alters their physical and emotional state. So it's Ooh. a movie about heroin uh, oh, and heroin shit. addiction, and it's very dark. I did not very, know very that. dark. And uh, it's one of those movies that um, you like. Uh, it, it, it's like gut-wrenching how dark mm. it is. There's a scene in Best Friends Forever that I felt got so dark that I was like, where's the comedy, guys? Right. Mm. And like, we found it. We yeah. definitely found the comedy, yep. but it took doing the dark stuff before we could find the comedy, which I thought was like a really interesting way of like approaching like that scene and that storyline. Right. Because everything has been very comedic at, at first glance. And this wasn't. It was just it was just straight dark and then within the darkness we found the comedy. So was it mm-hmm. written that way? Um or was it so kinda yeah. we started writing scripts. Like I wrote all the scripts with Ian, all okay. ten episodes, and then as we went along we have like dropped the scripts and everything has been much more of like an ad lib sure. experience. Mm. And then we, through doing takes, we figure out the cadence and the rhythm. And then we just try to keep on matching at every single take. Like a curb your enthusiasm kind of, type yeah. of take on it where they just kind yeah. of ad lib shit and they're like, this is what needs to be accomplished this scene. Right. Um, and kind of get there that way. It's exactly how <clears throat> it's been. And, you know, when you do that with a story like this, I think you're bound to trip over the darkness first. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's, you know, once we once you get yourself into, you know, a dark place, not mm-hmm. to like bring everyone down, but right. like once oh. you get into like <laughs> a very like black hole or, or mm-hmm. a sad place or like a sad moment, I think in that moment you can then therefore figure out how to laugh at it. Definitely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. And yeah. it makes it, it makes it kind of uh, eases like, when when you're watching something like that, it's almost like a sigh of relief for people like viewers too, because it's like okay, it's still funny, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like my, there's still a spot to laugh. Yeah, my friend Kayla, she wrote a play about the Tippecanoe, and it was a very the play I would describe it as is not a dark comedy at all. It's more so a comedy, mm-hmm. but it's primarily about how a family member died after going into the lake with an open wound, and they passed away because of that. And I was asking her because. Like I said, it's primarily funny. And that really happened? Yeah, that really oh, happened. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit, that was real? Yeah. <sighs> that really happened. And, you know, she That's made... why you don't go tip in canoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that river exactly. is dirty. That's team. right, yeah. out of that river. But, um, and I was <laughs> asking kidding. her, I was like, you know, that's such a serious thing. Like, how did you get so much comedy in it? And she's like, it's kind of how she not, like, thought through the whole experience. Yeah. But when she was writing it, she created, like, these different situations that didn't actually happen. Like there's one part where like these in real life, there was like a Boy Scout camp on the other side of the river and they would always like flip them off. Like when really? they woke up, Holy yeah, they'd shit. wake up and they'd be like screaming at them because they'd be doing the trumpets. Like, oh, yeah. Fucking 5 a.m. They'd be doing Boy Scouts be like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, wake up. <laughs> and she remembered that from her childhood yeah. <laughs> and she wrote that in and then she just kind of gave like the Boy Scouts like their own persona in that play. Mm. So she took like all the bits of it, not just the sad bit, but like everything about it, and she threw that into like it was almost like a roller coaster. You'd have like seriousness, and then it'd be funny, seriousness, funny. So is that kind of the way that your stuff is set up to where it kind of goes those highs and lows, or is it more like it climaxes to like this dark point, 
but then like before that is just kind of light laughter yeah it's well it's definitely the subtleties and it's sometimes i in what i won't know until we edit it right that's fair but i think i think um the moments that you're going to laugh at is like a a a pullback like sure what the yeah and then you you find yourself giggling you know when when ian first told me the story the reason why Ian had this story was because he lost a close friend, uh, Scott Larson, uh, ended up passing away, uh, a close friend to his. And he was just thinking like, dude, how crazy would it be if, I mean, if, if, if heaven and hell was real and you could be a ghost, Mm -hmm. how crazy would it be if your best friend came back to, to haunt you and be around all the time and just kind of fuck with you a little bit, like turning off lights or, um, tripping you or doing like, uh, the toaster a little too close to the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) So when he pitched that to me, I was like, dude, that's such a great, great idea. And then, um, not too long after, I don't, I don't know how long after it was, but I had a close friend just pass away, uh, Sebastian. And when Sebastian had died, uh, it was a freak accident. He he ended up drowning at the YMCA. Oh, jeez, man. Yeah, it was crazy. It happened oh, in April, I think. His man. birthday's actually tomorrow. Uh, oh shit. Uh, August eleventh. So when that when that moment happened, it was like I want to say it was the next day. I I started writing the the first script mm-hmm. that Ian told me about and uh i found it just therapeutic right you know to like kind of think about sebastian and write about you know my experience with now death because you know i had i've had great aunt ethel pass away i think that's kind of the same you know thing. what i mean yeah you know but i've never had like a close friend die yeah. or like a, a young you know, my mom dad grandma's yeah. still alive you know so when i had that happen i kind of fell into it and then by doing that it kind of it, it just helped. It, it kind of eased that ache a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's therapeutic for you. And for it's sure. almost like, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but like an homage to your friend. Like this is something you're putting out that's kind of, you know, kind of for them and as a reminder of their, you know, memory. Sure. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So that that's kind of where the whole, the whole creation of... Uh, of best friends that's forever cool, happen. Man. That's cool. I didn't yeah. know you guys both like kind of co-wrote that or kind of co-created that. You and yeah, you. that's cool. Yeah, it was it was super cool just to to work with somebody creatively on uh, such a. I mean, and also we didn't know how much of a of a bite we had taken on oh, by like creating like these ten episodes and then writing it and then filling it with actors and having crew members drop that out and would cast members drop out. Ooh. That'd we, be the hardest thing is just corralling the folks to get to mm-hmm. the spot at the right time to shoot the thing and that you know yeah. it's, like, it's easy in the first couple of weeks and now we're in I think this is week four and I'm 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 beat up. It's tough. I feel, yeah it's it's been long, you know. Um, but we've been just taking it into chunks and, and figuring it out. And obviously you've been cool for, for having us take on that, that gear whenever yeah, we man, want definitely. it. So, um, it'll get done. Uh, we'll get it done. Yep. So it's uh, good to g- give your, to give yourself a little bit of time in between that too. Like sure. not just kind of like, you know, just go all out and just not stop like that. It's brutal. You wear yourself down. So it's like, if you give yourself a little bit of time in between all that stuff, it's, sure. always, it's always a good thing. Absolutely. That way people don't go crazy too and like tempers and all that good shit. But, but yeah, that's, that's gotta be the hard, the hard part is being at the, uh, in the director's seat and making sure everything is going smoothly and being like, I think what you said, you have to be really organized, which mm. I am not. I'm very poorly organized. No, I try not you, to Johnny. Be, I try it. to be organized to the best of my ability, but it is, it is not. It no. Is, yeah. It's, I'm not organized. So on a side note. Yeah. 
I brought Johnny, or I brought I brought Mike some Pokemon. I'm I so was excited for to those. look at I these. I thought they were over here. I was like, fuck, what happened to those <laughs> cards that Sean put <laughs> no, down no. over here? I'm right here. Ooh, so I'll yes. let you go through these. These oh, are yes. some of my finer collection of Pokemon cards. Holy you know, shit. I've had some of these Pokemon cards you got for, sleeved up too. forever. This is, this is good shit those right are here. nice yeah. sleeves. Those are the hard cases, aren't well, they? The, those are all holographics except for the dark Alakazam. And the only reason why I'm showing you that is because the story is hilarious. When I was living in South Holland, yeah. uh, we were, you know, at the park. Everybody had their Pokemon cards, and someone dropped it. Oh, and I shit. stole it. <laughs> I stole that dark Alakazam. Oh, my God. Ah! I don't yeah, want to touch it. That's yeah. got bad. It's got bad <laughs> juju got bad on it. Juju. <laughs> yeah. You totally know, stole that one. That's hilarious, I, man. I have a similar story. I was in like middle school, mm-hmm. and I was at the elementary school for like one of my siblings' events. And there was a lost and found box right there. So I was just like shitting around. I was like, oh, I wonder what's in here. And I was looking around. There was a Pokemon Emerald game. No way. There was. And I was like. Game Boy Advance? Just pocketed that real quick. Yeah. And that thing now, Pokemon Emerald is like worth $150. (gasps) What? Just loose. For Game Boy Advance? Yeah. I have that, I'm pretty sure. Well, you're sitting on oh, a good chunk of change. It's in like a box and underneath, underneath my bed. So I That's feel crazy. so terrible because I had my own copy. Dude. I did not need to take oh, this you had your own yeah, copy. I had one already. What a glutton That's for bogus, video games. Dude. So, That's bogus, dude. That poor so bogus. child probably came back. He's like, I lost my Pokemon <laughs> game. I had all my... What's, you do you remember the starters that were like uh, pre-loaded? Mudkip, Trico, and Torchic. Oh, I meant like the, like the starters on the... Um, like what his party I don't, was. That'd I be hilarious. I don't ever think I put it in the game. <laughs> what? <board. laughs> Dude. Yeah, so I, I feel like I've what been trying to awful tackle. person. I felt bad when I, well, no, no, no. Let me, let me, when I took it, I felt happy. Because I don't think I liked that kid and that's why I took that's it. That's fair. But then oh, well, in then hindsight, okay. you yeah. know, I kind of felt bad because yeah. you shouldn't steal. What so do you got there? Let me see. You got, so you got, Show well, the camera all, most of these are yeah. holographic. Uh, the first one is a Raichu jungle set. Yep. Um, this is worth a good pocket of change. Nothing like hundreds of dollars, but uh-huh. like easily like twenty bucks. Now the Machamp. This is my favorite one. Oh, do dude, you know why it's my favorite that one? Is bad. Is it because it's first edition? Yeah. So Jesus, I don't mean to let you down. No. <laughs> I don't mean fucking dude from Pawn Stars. Now he's like, I'm gonna like call an expert, and the guy's like, it sucks. This is worth like ten bucks. So this is a Machamp. It's first yeah. edition, which Johnny, you can tell Let's from see. the little spot right here on the side of the card where it has oh, that yeah, black yeah, yeah. slot. Yeah. That is dope looking. So people, when they have that card, they think they're sitting on like a good chunk of change because of the first edition, which normally you are correct. Yeah. Unfortunately, this specific card, Machamp, was part of a structure deck. And <laughs> this was like the most common holographic first really? edition. This is only worth like three bucks. What? This is like... Not worth anything. <laughs> just I like, know. He just gets his headphones well, I mean, slammed on him like So the next one is a freaking Venusaur. Yep. Oh, dude. This is worth like forty bucks. And this really, is, this is oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. After like I said, after Logan Paul yeah. opened the thing, this is not in because he got a Venusaur either. on his like poles. Yeah. Like a nice hit like that. Yeah. This is easily worth yeah a couple. I would say almost. It's got a little bit of wear and tear on the side. This is easily a $40 card, though, just being a Venusaur in wow. of itself. Uh, Dark Blastoise, holographic also, Team Rocket edition. This is a good chunk of change. Holy shit, let me see that thing. Here you go. That is cool looking. That's like 20 bucks. I like the art on these, on the dark ones. Yeah, really those cool are looking. so cool. Those yeah. are my favorites. Right? <laughs> I thought I thought your pocket one was this one. It's not. 
It's this one. Really? What? Hold on. So this is a Zapdos. The only bad thing about the Zapdos, which is holographic fossil, is that it is creased in the center. You can still get a couple bucks from this. (laughs) I I honestly don't know which one I want to tackle first. I'll save this one, I think, for later. Okay. So, of course, you got the Grail. You got a holographic base set Charizard. Yeah. This is easily worth a hundred and some bucks. Even how messed up it is? I was looking at the back. It is kind of worn tore, but... They take dude. Like, that's a first edition oh, Charizard. There is a lot. There's a lot of damage. There's a lot of damage. Yeah. You know what's crazy? People, it's I. I would bet you anything. A person would pay fifty bucks for this. Really? In this condition. My mom. So funny story. My mom had this friend, and she's no longer friends with this lady. Damn. I don't even know like where. I like, stole all of her Pokemon. No, she no. Dropped a watch she had a son <laughs> that like we would have like play dates with, and we were pretty young. And this kid, this kid sucked, man. He uh, he had that Charizard, and my mom bought. I wanted it so bad, and she bought it off of that kid for me. And oh, uh, I don't to this day. I don't know how much she's pay, she paid for it. Yeah. And uh, and and fuck that kid because this kid was such a like yeah. a bully, just a big fuck old him. bully. He uh, I, I I'm such a naive person. Yeah. I mean, I am. I'm so gullible. This one time, he convinced me. That he had like, uh, um, like uh, some type of a breath spray. Oh, okay. so I ended up using the breath spray to find out that it was cologne. Oh <gasps> God, what a jerk, dude! Such a jerk, yeah. and I think he was like eight. So he's a little older than you. Oh right? my God, is that what you're saying? Or was eight, he- eight years old? So okay. I, we were like around the same age. Okay, he's gotcha. probably he's probably in prison now. That's messed up, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked. Here, that's yeah, just put this in your breath. Yeah, who knows what it could have been like. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Awful. The psychopath. <laughs> so the big winner of this is easily... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to like Mike's bring checking it back. his app. I am, honestly. I know it. So this is a Lugia card. This is... I'm not giving it to you. I was going to say, I'll keep, um, I can throw it closer to the camera. I, I'm still looking at it. I have never held this card before. This, oh, is, yeah. this wow. is like the... That's a f- okay. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, This honestly. is a big deal Jeez. this card this card is better than the charizard in a lot Holy of ways shit. one the condition's really good yeah uh th- so neo genesis this is awesome by the way that i'm getting like a briefing <laughs> on all these pokemon a nerd dude. this it's is awesome insane. shut up i, I told it. mike he needs to like go work for like a card rating company if they would like if you could get in like an entry position somewhere in like a rating company I, cool. I would like to yeah um neo genesis which is the second generation of cards and you can tell by the stars on the right hand side of the little description that's the second generation so basically of pokemon cards which oh shit base sets i would argue is the most popular that is quickly rising in popularity and that card specifically the lugia that's the fucking pole card really that card, I had to kind of look it up because it's not first edition. I wouldn't even say that is lightly played. I would say that is, I would say it's easily minty, wow. near mint, wow. I would say. So right now, a lightly played Lugia is worth $190. Holy shit. Medium played. I mean, Holy medium price. Cow. So the fact that that is even better condition, that's a $200 card. Wow. Sean's easily. like, I'm getting some new podcasts, my uh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, a I, beautiful I, I card. I probably won't sell. What about like a uh, um, movie a movie Mewtwo? Are so, these worth anything? No. Oh, okay. So unfortunately, promo cards were uh-huh. so popular and Pokemon at the time was so popular too. They mass produced the fuck out of this. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Anything with the Warner Brothers logo on yeah. it is still worth a couple bucks. Yeah. But nothing crazy. There is a case 
where Holy the logo shit. that is cool looking though huh? you see it on the oh yeah, these yeah. Are it's, great a, cards. it's a cool illustration yeah. for sure you see them on the top right there are cards that had this misprinted either it was upside down or on the bottom right those cards are worth hundreds oh really yeah because it didn't happen i just imagine some person in a factory like fucking off while the like cards (laughs) are getting printed and like flip something and it gets flipped around on the on the stamping press or whatever Mm -hmm. and you got cards too that are still not holographic but like the fossil ones Mm -hmm. and the jungle set ones those are those are still good cards um, even if it's not holographic, they're still worth a couple of bucks. Like each of these rares, easily like three, five bucks. Oh, Jeez, dude. This Flareon. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a holographic Vaporeon and Flareon, which these probably should go in these harder <laughs> ones too, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. But what you have in here is very appropriate, especially you know the. I want to get them minted. Right, minted is what it's called. Mint is like the highest grade. Or okay, gem mint. That's ten. That's what PSA gives out. Mm-hmm. If you get a gem mint, like even this fucking Charizard, this Charizard, if you get PSA grade and it's one, which this would probably be a one, is still like, like I said, a fifty seventy dollar. That's wow. insane. That's Just a people first love, edition fucking yeah. Charizard, man. Oh, sorry. It's pretty cool. Oh, Got to okay. keep them separate. This dark Alakazam, I don't want anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> Bad juice. dark magic, man. Believe Holy it or shit. not, this Houndoom you have here, too. Uh-huh. Like I said, people went nuts for the first couple of generations. Jungle, fossil, base set. When they got into the second generation, the people who were buying them mm-hmm. kind of fell back because they collected more of the base set because that's what sells down the road. Yeah. Um, but the Neo Genesis stuff is coming up. This Houndoom, which is a holographic card too, I'd say is worth twenty bucks. No uh, shit, dude. Yeah. Huh. Especially it's a little damaged here. I would say this is lightly played, but definitely still like this is a good card. People love Neo Genesis. They love the second set that they put out. It's pretty um, cool. You got a pretty cool. Oh, like, you've got a great yeah, yeah. collection. I'm gonna That's get cool. you a binder. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to be put in one of those yeah, uh, multi pro yeah. binders. Well, you know what I thought also is just like to put them in not just these hard cases, but to put them in a in a case that is uh, completely and utterly sealed. Like you can't open oh, yeah. them back up. Like I don't. I would know, agree with that. I, I, I got cool. I got no reason to actually touch the like, card. Yeah. You know, just to have them in like in a, a in a solid case, like a big know? safe almost. Yeah. So um, we know someone that had that their parent has a um insane card right so we learned this over the weekend and i'm glad you mentioned because you said you had sports cards yeah so we learned something we're not going to say who it was yeah but we learned that somebody one of our friends father has a michael jordan rookie card (laughs) (laughs) it was if it's the card that mike looked up it's insane for giggles i looked this up Cause I was like, Michael Jordan rookie, that's gotta be like, that's something, right? Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, you know, in mint condition, maybe a thousand bucks. Yeah. Neither of us are sports guys, yeah, yeah. so we're like, yeah, sure. it could be like a couple grand, probably. Yeah. Michael Jordan's a big name. He's sure. still alive, so it's probably not. No. Yeah, I heard he's real popular. Yeah, he's a popular. Right? He's kind of like yeah. LeBron. Well, what do you play? Not not as popular as <laughs> like you know, Space Jam Two. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, I looked it up for giggles mm-hmm. because I know as much as I know about Pokemon, I know nothing about sports cards. Sure. That card is worth five hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah, dude. And we I was looking. Like, we were at the. Shit. We were like drinking, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy! Let me check it out here." 
And I pulled it up and I was like, this can't be right. Yeah. So I looked up like the most recently bought one because sometimes things are listed for an outrageous price. And you showed the person yeah. like, and they're like, yeah, that's the one. And yeah. you're like, dude. I was like, holy fuck. I was like, Did you need know? to see if they still have that card. Because yeah. oh. you are sitting on a fucking fortune. I don't think they talked the to their parents Yeah, they yet. haven't talked to Which them is- yet. Wild. And I was like, um, she's what's she's the address? Sitting, right? <laughs> exactly. She's I mean, uh, sitting on five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, a half a million dollars. Just cool. In a in a Holy clammy shit. basement yeah. that could get water damage at yeah, any yeah. moment. That's the thing. That's what Jeez. I'd be nervous about. And again, yeah. that was like Gem Mint Ten, perfect condition card. Wow. But even those cards, like I said, that Charizard, for example, even if it's like a poorly, like if it's damaged, mm. those cards still have a crazy amount of value. Sure. Dude, yeah. your two money ones though are definitely this Venusaur and Lugia. This is cool. this is a fucking. That's a cool. Both of those are cool cards. Too. Yeah, this is this is that's amazing. Awesome. Honestly, I'm I'm so happy you brought that for me to see. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah, cool. Sean, uh, yeah. Sean messaged me, texted me. He's like, I'm gonna bring some cards, and I was like, dude, Mike's gonna shit his pants. He's like, I'm looking for that viral moment, baby. You know? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Well, you know, when I started listening or watching the podcast, I found yeah. out pretty early on that obviously you guys uh, like yourself um, some video games and games. And oh yeah, man. you know, you got the Pokeball here. They you got the uh, Pokemon cards out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Mario block. You know, I was just like, oh, this will be perfect to mm-hmm. uh, fit in on it. Definitely. Which, you know? It doesn't it's, work it anymore. It doesn't work it, you, anymore. It sounded awful. It, it sounded like it was a sound. It was oh, like yeah. yeah, it was like ding ba ding, but oh. the battery just went out on it and it's That's like boom 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 boom. It's fine. It's fine. That's Mike's. Go go yeah, Pikachu. It's okay. It's okay. Still good. I wanted to show you because yeah. this card I gave to Johnny as like a birthday gift. Yeah. It's a pretty reverse dope. hollow Charizard. And before like Logan Paul opened these cards and made everything popular, this is from like 2016. It was like a reprint of all these older cards. Mm. And the card itself was only worth like 10 bucks, maybe. And I was like, you know, it's a cool Charizard card. It's yeah, ho- reverse hollow. I don't I was have like, any Charizards. Yeah, I was like, he, he, it's a good card for the collection. Yeah. Then Logan Paul ended up fucking opening all these cards and Evolutions, which is the reprint of the base set, yeah. soared in price. That card is a $100 card right now. <laughs> wow. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Suck it, Mike. Just because Logan Paul put his yeah, hands on yeah. something. insane. It's crazy. No takes, no take your back. <laughs> no takes your back on, on this one. Do you think this Detective Pikachu card will be any, worth anything eventually? Like the new drum? No. no? Never. Because oh, that's a promo. That's Breaks exactly what like the, the WB is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. It's, they made hundreds of those. You think? Yeah. Yes. I would, I would bet. It's a cool card. Though. I'd bet my Charizard card on it. Fair. Fair enough. It's a pretty my, dope card. My wife's employer had a binder of Pokemon cards, and they're like, you can have this. I was like, oh, that's really nice. So I was looking through it, not expecting things. Mm-hmm. He had a freaking, the same thing, this Charizard, but he like he opened it, he put it oh, in the binder, man. and that was it. And I was like, I... Did your heart stop? I you Yeah, I did. I was like, I was because it's a loose binder. Like, all these things could happen, and it was right there. I was like... I need a sleeve. <laughs> I was like, "Get me my sleeve, get what me a my nerd. book." Yeah. <laughs> Collecting uh, stuff is just fun, you know. Like that's even. Uh, I started getting uh, so hipster. I started collecting <laughs> vinyl. 
Nice. Oh, dude, um, yeah, it's a good time. I love vinyl, yeah. man. It's just so, it's fun to collect it. It's fun to like, not only just turn the record, but also to like have the sleeve yep. and then have all of the like original advertisements exactly. within the other sleeve, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just super cool yeah. to collect stuff. I got a couple milk crates full under my bed. Of some oh, vinyl. Really? Yeah, I there got a go. record player, yeah. Uh, that same thing with like, uh, I've been collecting typewriters. I bought my first typewriter that at a, dude, uh, <laughs> such people. a random yeah. thing, right? I bought my first typewriter <laughs> at an estate sale huh. it was down the road someone had passed away went into the house just to kind of poke around i'm always that guy nice love to go antique and i love checking out like old stuff like that yeah so i found this typewriter and it was tucked behind a couch like no one had seen it it was just oh. laying there so i picked it up and i walked over to the lady and i was like how much for this and there was no tag because i don't think she had seen it She's like, what is that so she like looked <laughs> at it from? and she was just like i don't know i could do 50 and I had $40 in my pocket. I was like, can I just give you this for it? And she was like, sure. Took it wow. home. I knew it was old. Didn't know how how old. Yeah. It's a 1928 Royal oh, typewriter. Holy yeah, shit, yeah. dude. From Holy the 20s. Shit. Oh, damn. Um, and then ever since then, I've just like geeked out about it. I like cleaned it up. I greased it up. I, uh, I haven't... It still works. Like it does... It types. There's a couple parts or a couple places in the partition where uh it'll hiccup and not slam the key right, right. Mm-hmm. uh but overall i mean i you could literally just type on it if you wanted that is to so wild what? and it works and it what works is the brand jesus dude uh royal royal is the typewriter what are you unique- 1928 royal typewriter that's a unique okay. uh collection because i've i've never heard of anyone collecting i've heard of people getting into old typewriters mm-hmm. i've never heard of anyone collecting multiple typewriters yeah so then on, they're big man yeah on they uh, during quarantine i found this lady who was selling on facebook marketplace a 19 it's a 1960 63 or a 67 sears tower typewriter oh, okay mm-hmm. and it's got that like it's got that like tan finish, like very classic sixties look. Yeah. And that thing like works. It works yeah. like butter, dude. It yeah. like types so smooth. That was like someone's um, litigation, like in a courtroom. They're like <laughs> probably yeah. <laughs> Just typing it, up everything, you know. It's so f- it's so much fun. So I uh, I've been I have two, and uh, I'm always looking That's for more. Badass. Did you ever find out like what it was worth? A while ago, and then I don't remember what it was. What do you got it at? A very quick internet search. So don't take this for like. Take it with a grain of salt. It's like three seventy. Yeah, Holy <clears throat> shit. that sounded right. Yeah. I I wanted to say Jesus, when I checked it, it dude. was a, it was in the hundreds. That's wild. If I remember right, yeah. Um, crazy people yeah. just they don't know what they have, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's why I love yard sales or like yeah. freaking what's that oh, one man. place? Uh, Uncle, uh, John's? Uncle John's flea market. Yeah, Uncle John's flea market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't been there in a minute, but you yeah, buy antiques and switchblades. There. Yeah. yeah, dude, antiques, switchblades, <laughs> illegal fireworks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, illegal um, fireworks. All the crappy, uh, the misprinted uh, cards and stuff, or like the you know the the fake cards. Yeah, I used to buy those all the time. There. Yeah, fun stuff. Um, I was going to. It's funny that uh, I was looking at Sean's. Sean's got for for those of you just listening, Sean's got a massive beard. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna do a gag where I bought two like fake beards and me and Mike just wear them the whole <laughs> podcast. But just like the time came to it, and I was like, "Fuck, yeah. I forgot to order them." Because I found some legit like nice beards off Amazon. <laughs> really? That would have yeah, been man. awesome. Would have been really funny. Do you do anything to that, or is it just like um, all natural? Yeah. 
Uh, oh, like, do I put anything yeah, in it? Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you my secret. Okay, that's oh, fair. That's a fair. Recipe. No, it's like no, the no. family recipe. Yeah. <laughs> I put, uh, I just put um, a bunch of WD-40 in there, just grease it up. <laughs> nice. You just, no. like, grease <laughs> Nice, <out of> nice. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Tabasco hot sauce. Yeah, there yeah. You go. Oh, yeah the uh, ladies love it. <laughs> did I just buy the stuff that's at Target that says Beard Balm? And I just look on the back and make sure that it doesn't, if, if there's words on the back that has, like, chemical names, I just don't put it in my beard because I don't. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's smart. Maybe it's not. But anytime, like most of the natural stuff, it just says like seed oil right. and um, bean oil. I don't know. A it's bunch of different weird oils. oils and yeah, shit exactly. In uh, some hippy dippity stuff. Yeah. Um, no, totally. I have. Uh, I don't know, man. I got. I got lucky when I was in high school. I had a Kyle Orton beard. It oh, was nice. like. It was. That's a huge callback. Yeah. It was all what neck, a throwback. dude. It was all neck, and uh, that's a rough one, man. Oh yeah, for that's sure. That's a rough beard. And, I know guys uh, with the beards like that. <laughs> and then I think when I was. Uh, I don't know. It was like when I was twenty five it just started growing and i couldn't i had to be clean shaved because of my work i was a manager and i wore like a suit a lot uh it was um, you know a very like stand-up job and i uh um i had to be clean shaved and not clean shaved but like you know just basic like trimmed like beard Mm -hmm. yeah trimmed Uh, makes sense but then when i switched over to education i interviewed with this beard and i was like this is what you get I was it, like, if you want me to work for you, this is how I'm going to look. Sure. Um, Shit. Nowadays, they probably like welcome you. They just want something different too. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like sure. a diverse kind of thing almost. Mm-hmm. Not that that's like linked with diversity, but like it's something different than like a just a white dude in a tie. Sure. The kids can gravitate to it. They sure. may, they get, you know, they, they're all excited. Yeah, about dude. It. They try to convince me to shave it all the oh, time. God. And, and I'm such like a, I'm such an easy person. I'm so gullible. Yeah. So like, it doesn't take much for a kid to just like bet me something. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, sure. We can oh, do that. No. Better. Uh-huh. Uh, but then <laughs> right what, now, what happens is, is kids are, uh, kids, children's minds are very fleeting. So as soon as they end up making those claims, like a week later, they forget about it, yep. you know? So like Never I happened. get out of it. Yeah, exactly. Never happened. Um, so it's, it's just all talk, but I love it, man. Yeah, man. Uh, it is a pretty sweet beard and it's cool because your whole like your instagram logo and everything like it's just your face with that giant beard oh yeah Ty- tyler zuccarelli made that up for me when i was uh when i had a pbm mm-hmm. and i had like a media kit that i was like sending out to some pretty big name people trying to get them on the podcast and just trying to grow it and um you know you need to look official if you talk to people oh, who yeah, have dude. like mm-hmm. managers and shit so uh, he made that up for me and it was super easy for him to do it. I always, you know, I'm always wearing a hat. I yeah. always have glasses on and I got a beard. That's who I am, you know? It's your brand, dude. Exactly. Very on brand. So. Yeah, it was crazy. Some of the people you were telling me that you had on a PBM, like you had the guy that wrote the music or the intro for the Duncan Trussell um, mm. cartoon, right? Yeah, for Midnight Gospel. Yeah. He, he didn't write the intro. He wrote when uh, when Clancy puts his head in the, in the vagina simulator. Oh, yeah. Right? And he blasts off into yeah. the different, uh, alternate universes mm-hmm. uh, or alternate worlds. That music that plays was um, um, Jesus. What his name? His first name is Billy. Oh, the Galactic Effect. Okay. Um, and he's uh, he's based out of Miami. He does a bunch of music down there and creates. So yeah, I had him on. I just hit him up, and uh, that's why we were just, yeah. like messaged him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, he only had three thousand followers. Okay. So like, I landed in his DMs probably sure. pretty easily. Nice. Right. So and then we both happened to be in Colorado, ironically, at the same time. I was driving across the country doing my like little podcast tour, which was pretty 
cool. Dope. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was going to be in Denver, so we linked up and did it. And uh, my buddy Gucci like let us record at his house and everything. Wow, so, shit, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it just worked out. You know, it's crazy how like all you got to do is put yourself out there, right? You know, and for the most part, I haven't really gotten turned down. I have I've had people kind of not to say screw me over but kind of do the dip when i needed them you know pretty the most but for the most part everybody seems like they want to do something fun they want to do creative stuff oh yeah um they and also it's good publicity you know to get to be a stand-up comic and be able to get attention from your guys's friends right right might encourage the people who listen to cyber shindig to go to a comedy show dude or come out to beer geeks or see fresh hops that's another thing we need to i want to check out the market so bad i've heard you talk about it and i've heard all the comics that were on a pbm and like they seem like really chill guys billy d coffee right coffee black coffee's on uh in the web series too hilarious man um Mike is Mike Banks. He's a comic Mike Banks yeah, is also, also in the web series. Funny. Yeah, he's, funny uh, he's hilarious. I so. would love to have any of those guys on. And I would love to see them perform. That's another thing. They do like what the market lounges every Thursday. It's like an open mic kind of deal. Or yeah, every they, every Thursday they do an open mic. They got like 20 different, um, a 20 list that you can fill out and get up there and do stand up. A lot of it is uh, guys who are trying to pursue the career of stand up. But there's other guys who are like, ventriloquist men who <laughs> like, like who who <laughs> here no dude <laughs> get this there's a ventriloquist guy that got up there yeah right yeah. he had a ventriloquist doll yeah but yeah. he was talking in the microphone so you could see the the actor's mouth yeah i was like i don't think this guy understands ventriloquism <laughs> too well and so then he got real <laughs> racial oh he no. got real racial oh, like no. through it and you're like, just like me i swear a, a racist like, ventriloquist oh. is the weirdest person Especially i think you could possibly meet doesn't do it right so it's like okay this dude's just being like saying racist <laughs> shit over it's not even a dummy <laughs> at that point he's like okay yeah. he just lost his marbles i think ventriloquists are great i love jeff dunham but i have like a phobia of like dolls and dummies they're creepy so i can't like i could not i don't think i could physically go to a show of a ventriloquist and be comfortable yeah it'd be weird because i'm like that doll's gonna come to life and like jump on my head (laughs) well i watched chucky at a young age fuck that ruined you it ruined me yeah i i I fucking hate dolls man it's like dolls and snakes that's my kryptonite that is fucked yeah especially if you're expecting like stand-up like traditional stand-up and then like someone gets up with like even like a guitar act it's kind of like okay like that's right. fine there's some funny guitar acts but like not if everyone... you're not adam sandler get the or fuck off Jack the stage, Black. It's like, yeah okay. yeah exactly there's like two good ones you yeah. know what'd be funny you come onto stage with a guitar never Just use set it. it down your whole bit you know you're holding it the oh, entire that'd cool. time that'd be a cool never stick. use it yeah that'd be kind of yeah. fun. that'd be great That'd be fun. Everybody's expecting like a Joe Burnham, huh? Bo Burnham. Joe Burnham. <laughs> Joe Burnham. <laughs> Your Come wife's going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, she's in, whatever. Yeah, all right. Maybe. Big Bo Burnham fan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I loved all his specials. I think the one he recently did inside, which is blown up, mm-hmm. I think it's such a different show than he's ever done. Yeah. Have Especially you seen like it, Sean? YouTube versus. Uh, I've watched, I watched half of it. It Same was here. super late when it's, I watched it. It's pretty it. I heavy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of lights, big production for just being in a house, you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, I think people like our age can definitely relate to it because he just turned 30 Mm -hmm. and he has a song about just turning 30 and how it's like nothing's changed. I'm still depressed. Like, I don't feel like I'm progressing at all, especially with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. He talks about how 
he had made a decision to stop going on tours. He's like, my mental health wasn't there. He's like, I wanted to take a break. And he's like, in I decided on New Year's Day that I was going to start again. He's like, I felt like in a good place. He's like, now the year of 2020, <laughs> I'm going to start booking tours. <laughs> and then, of course, the pandemic yeah. happened. So he had to put that on hold. That's when he went into the little uh, space and he recorded. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing huh. special. Yeah. The songs alone are great. Uh-huh. Like you can play him on Spotify over and over. He's but a great musician and a great watch, songwriter yeah, for sure. Sure. To watch his cinematography, just him. Mm-hmm. There's a part where he has his phone behind him and he has the flashlight on. And it's when he's turning he's turning 30. And he like quickly like moves it around so behind him. So it looks almost like a spotlight. And it tricks you. Mm. Mal and I were watching and we're like, how did he do that? Like, what lights were he using? Yeah. And then it came like he put it in front of him and it was his fucking phone. Just an iPhone screen pretty and much. And it's like yeah. the little tiny things you can do. Kind of how you're talking about like just the little camera. Yeah. Right? Right. You can do crazy right. things with that. And it's like we're all we're used to like these big productions. Yeah. Michael Bay shit, yeah, you sure. know? Explosions. But yeah. these little things can be just as impressive. Yeah. So I would highly recommend like finishing it because yeah, it's, it it's one, well, well, you know, I like you never finish. We like grew up with uh um with Bo, right? Like as a yeah. as a high school kid, I remember watching all of his, you know, the most iconic one was the uh was was the like Santa Claus and Easter Bunny sitting around oh a circle yeah. as like the A and A group, yeah. like oh, uh, Alcohol's Anonymous. About that, mm-hmm. that was such an iconic yeah. sketch. And uh, I mean, in in all of his piano playing, and I feel as though, and I I don't think he would be offended by this. He is the the millennials version of Weird Al Yankovic. I could see that. You know, for sure. like not in the sense that he does parody songs, but in the sense that he takes comedy from a quite different perspective from other stand up comics. You yeah. know? Yeah, he's in a different different field almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of you course, know? you know. It's same thing with uh have you guys watched Dave at all? Uh no. the Lil Dicky show. I love Andrew Santino though. No. So it's, I need uh, to it's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, do you know who Lil Dicky is? Yes. Okay. So Lil Dicky has a new show and it's on, it's, they're in, they're now streaming season two. It's called Dave because his name's Dave Bird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, Lil Dicky's stick is that he, he, he's a rapper the way he envisions himself. He's a rapper that just happens to tap into comedy. Right. Where like a lot of people in the rap community look at him and you're like, you're a joke. And he's like, yeah. no, 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 he's you like don't, a, you don't get, you like don't get white, the meat of what I'm trying to do here. You know, yeah. he's like a white Jewish guy rapping with Snoop Dogg pretty yeah. much. And he's good too. Like his it's rap is really good. <laughs> he says he gets uh, compared to the Lonely Island a lot. Oh, he yeah. says he gets, well, actually a coworker told Who, me this. Who, Bodas or um, Lil, Lil Dicky? Lil Dicky. Okay. He said that um, he used it to. pisses him yeah. off I bet. whenever he's Hell compared yeah. to Lonely Island. Because Lonely Island is very McDonald-ish, right? Mm-hmm. It's rap that's specifically for like comedy's sake. Yeah. But it's his, SNL, it's, that's the birth of it. It was right, all from right. sketch it's not, funny shit. You it's know not I mean? real. It is real music, but yeah. in a sense, like it's comedy first and then music. And I feel like Little Dicky is the opposite. Definitely, right, he's right. music first and then comedy into that. Yeah, he's got a song called um, "What If Russell Wilson Was Born on a Farm." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, and it's Dude. amazing. Yeah. Like it's su- honestly like it's kind of a masterpiece. Oh my god, heard of this? Uh, and it's got <laughs> it's shit. the cover of it. I th- I I don't know if it is all of it, but it's. The, the cover is from an older Drake album, and I don't know what Drake album it is, but I want to say a lot of the music that stems from Lil Dicky's version is also Drake's mm-hmm. music. Gotcha. Because it, was, uh, it wasn't monetized on 
it was just like you know he self-produced and did his own thing yeah you yeah know? um and i think that's, that's where hilarious. we all find ourselves in in like self-production and and stuff like that you know? exactly man mm-hmm. exactly i love it yeah dude and like i said i'm a huge santino fan i know he's yeah. like his manager in that whole show right yeah he's well he's like his best friend too, right early on and he's and then he shifts over to the manager like he's role so fucking funny, yeah andrew dude. santino's cool i got to see him tony hinchcliffe and joe rogan <laughs> years ago Whoa. yeah one night what a fucking oh. night holy shit we only went to go see rogan yeah and i had I think I I knew Hinchcliffe was performing, yeah. But I didn't know anything about Hinchcliffe. I knew he was Rogan's buddy, but that yeah. was it. And then Santino, I knew nothing about other than Freaking. the fact that he was just a redheaded comic. He's a killer dude. Yeah, and he's we from Chicago. Him. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I saw him when I went and saw Rogan. I don't remember a lot of Rogan, but I remember a lot of Andrew Santino. <laughs> he killed, dude. He was yeah. so damn funny. That's cool. Wow, so that's that's still it sums like, me up. You poor much. thing. I know. I yeah. feel. I honestly feel bad. Paid for a lot you. of money for those tickets, and then you just don't remember <laughs> it. That's rough. <laughs> it was a good experience, I guess. <laughs> Chalk <laughs> it up as experience. <laughs> hey, Shit. same, right? Same. Yeah, yeah, that's all you can. do. I saw I Joe mean. Rogan. Same. Where'd you see him at? Do you remember? Uh, Chicago Theater. Okay, that's yeah, where yeah. we were at. Yeah, it's a no, beautiful venue. UIC. I saw. Burt and Tom and a bunch of other guys at the, the, at the Chicago Theater. Oh, no shit. Yeah, they're good. They're all going back on tour. I saw Burt Kreiser during uh, quarantine for the drive through show. Oh, shit. That was really cool. It Dang. was different. It was definitely different, yeah. but it was fun. It was, I mean, yeah. Kreiser knows how to throw down a oh, show. Oh, man. You know? He knows how to keep it moving, too, with all the crazy shit that was going on. For sure. He was doing the outdoor like movie theater tours, basically, but... But I think that is. I think that's a sewed man. I think that's it. I think How that, long that was, was a that? juicy one. That's two like a, hours and thirty. No, minutes? it's like an hour and thirty. Oh, probably. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, probably. Are those the beats? There. How does that work? Uh, that is just a timer. So it always starts at one on the left. Uh-huh. So everything forward is just like add an extra hour to it. Oh, okay. Or subtract an hour. I'm sorry. I gotcha. It's weird. I don't know why. Johnny's Logic's not a math guy. Weird. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I know that. I know that because <laughs> I listen to oh, uh, Roll. Fuck. Dude. And yeah. uh, I have a calculator. It's around here. That's where I add all my shit up from my from my dice. On. Literally, for everybody who doesn't know D and D, it's oh. literally like you have to ro- roll a d20 and then add like four to it. So he's like, I got a 17 plus four. I'm like, uh, I'm like, or I'll be counting in my hands. I'm like whispering. I'm like, I'm such a hand counter. Dude, I'm like, no. and, st- and sitting next to a, um, a, a public education teacher. Oh man. Has got to be a little, uh, yeah. a, a little rough. Exactly. For you, huh? She's not good at math. She's not either. She <laughs> says that all but the time. But I'm intimidated. So I'll put, I'll yeah. put my dice tray on the <laughs> other side of her. So she can't see you my do. dice. I've noticed that. I'm like, no one's seen this, but me. And I'm like, okay, this is, 18, 19, 20, 20. <laughs> you know, I count it up. That's funny. But yeah, hey, man. thanks for having me on, dude. This, this was, was great. A lot of fun. I appreciate it, Sean. If you want to let the people know at home where they can find you and where they can catch um, all your content that you have out there. Oh, sure. Uh, I guess I'll start with Fishhook Studios. Uh, that's what we're kind of producing right now with a couple different podcasts. Some people like us. The web series is going to be on there. So if you can subscribe to Fishhook Studios, do that. And then I do YHST every week with my buddy Tony. We watch movies. And then Instagram, Sean underscore Cockerham. Oh, yeah. I'm private because I don't want the children to find me. But yeah. uh, add me. I'll Keep vet you. And then I'll yeah. let you know if you can come Fair in. Fair enough, dude. You know? And Sean was so nice. He brought in two fucking giant bush light, <laughs> two 30 rags to me. I was yeah, like, man. Jesus Christ, dude. I appreciate the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, don't dude. worry about it. Thank you. And um, 
Uh, you can tell Tony and, and uh, Fish, too, that if they want to, one of these days, we need to get a podcast going. On the boat. On the boat. We'll get a big pod going. The boat? We'll, the boat? we'll get yeah. a big pod. We'll get a <laughs> big pon- a we'll pontoon get a, We'll get a boat. pontoon pod going. That's um, what I'm talking about. there's no snakes on there. there That's all be. I care trust about. Trust me. Trust me. I, I don't. Was like, <laughs> are there snakes on a boat? Snakes Did on a boat. Did you not hear? Samuel Jackson, baby. He's John- here. No, it's not. It's on a plane, you asshole. I'm sick and tired. Johnny invited us to go to the boat. Yeah, and it was a boat day. Turned into a Judas. Yeah, because I so we on, undid on it. Accident? No, we undid the cover. The girls go on the boat. Johnny goes to get gas, and I'm looking around to make sure everything's unstuck. And I get to the back where there's the ladder is to get in and out of the boat. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. In context, my grandmother had a lot of fake snakes because it would like keep other snakes and like critters out of the garden. So my mind immediately goes, huh, that's weird. They have a fake big-ass black snake on the back of their boat ladder. I was like, I wonder why they put that there. Yeah. And then it, like, blinks. And I tell you, I am really afraid of snakes, yeah, Sean. me too. I turned, like, Mallory said she looked, Dude. I looked like I was about to, like, have a fucking heart attack. Mike was having a I conniption. Walked I could away. hear him up here. They were like, what's going like, on? And I couldn't speak. Yeah. I was so afraid. It's, it was like a five-foot bull snake, just pure black. Yeah. And I was like... Johnny, get your gun! I was like, "What the fuck is going <laughs> I'm on?" Like, we down gotta there. shoot it. It's just like a bull snake just hanging out. So I don't fucking like the boat oh, anymore. No, <laughs> he's and a then wimp. What's crazy is right now I'm dog sitting for a friend, uh-huh. and I forgot to tell you this. Um, so I was out there walking around with the dog. We're having a good old time, right? Yeah, she's laying dog. down in the grass. So I'm like petting her belly, and she's like trying to, you know, get all playful. Yeah, and I move to like block her from going towards the lake. And I step on something. Oh no! And it's soft. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I thought I stepped turd. in like I thought I stepped yeah. in dog shit. It was a fucking gardener snake, <laughs> and it was like it was it wasn't huge. It was like two Dude, foot. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm surprised the cops weren't called. I screamed, <laughs> and then I like start to run away, and the dog went towards the snake. Oh, yeah. And I had to make a decision. I'm like, what am I more afraid of, snakes? Or letting like this thing that I'm in getting, charge of get hurt. Getting bit. So I grabbed her, like bear hugged her, oh and I started God, running dude. towards her. You're fucking ridiculous. You're a Slytherin. You got a snake on your shirt right now. This is this is Southside like, Servants so from Riverdale, s- one of the best shows oh on Netflix. Fuck. Turns out the snake was dead, though. Oh. Because oh, I went back sense. with like a fucking axe, and I was like, this snake's going to die. I'm going <laughs> to murder this snake. But it's been murdered. dead for like days. Anyhow. Yeah. Those are my snake stories. Jesus I'm sorry. I didn't mean Christ. to interrupt come, our outfit. Will you come back on the boat with me? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. If you're scared of snakes, too, yeah. I trust Holy you. We'll be shit. scared of snakes together. Yeah, Good we Lord. We'll just stand on like the seats and be like, ah! Yeah, you yeah. guys will be like, it's a mouse. Oh, my God. No, but we definitely need to do that podcast. Fish and Tony, me and you. They're all Mike. in. They're oh, all yeah. in. We'll, we'll do, do it. it. Yeah. We'll hit. We'll do like one episode. Go to the damn bar and grill on the boat. Come back. Do another episode. Sounds amazing. Be play something bingo. fun. Play bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. damn bar bingo. Oh, I God, get behind that. that. Fuck, man. Cool. But um, yeah, man. We appreciate you coming on the show. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's been a long time coming. Check Sean out on YHST. YHST can't say it and all the other <laughs> plugs he said. Mike, where can the people of the Cybersynic Podcast follow you, dude? You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at makeout underscore Mike Love and. It. As we talked about on this episode, we do have a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Me, Johnny, Casey, and Mallory. That is Roll for Your Life. Check us out. Yeah, we dude, that's recently... amazing podcast. Definitely check that out. Hey, Hell yeah, dude! It's so man. good. I'm glad you like it. It's, I love it. It's always fun when people that don't play 
Dungeons and Dragons never had a history of it. Like, mm-hmm. actually listen to it and like enjoy. When it. you guys are only eight episodes in, and it doesn't feel overwhelming. Like I was an episode behind, mm-hmm. and just knowing that they're just hour long and that um, they're just so easy to listen to. Yeah, definitely, it's awesome. I love it. It's, it's you guys a lot keep of fun. it going. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Like I, I said, we'll, that. Yeah. we'll have yeah. to do a one shot one of these times and just fuck around and you come in and play for the cool. first time. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a lot we of fun. We can definitely man. make that happen. Definitely. Easily. Oh, yeah. It's it's it'd be a lot of fun. You can be like Walter's son. Dude. Dude, I would love <laughs> I would love to just be like, a, like an NPC to like come in as oh my like God. Uh, I don't know, a more dynamic role of an NPC. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd do it. I would totally do that. You let me know. Hilarious, dude. I'd love it. Um you can follow me at Johnny.goodrich on Insta. Um that's about it. And like I said, follow us online, uh, the Cyber Shindig Podcast on Twitter, Cyber Shindig on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube. Like and subscribe and comment. Do all that good stuff. Click that bell. Uh, leave like That lets you know when we post stuff on YouTube. We'll be posting this video on YouTube. So watch it. Enhance that podcast experience, baby. And uh, if you want, head over to our merch shop and buy some shit too. It's always a good time. Oh, Sean, don't let me forget. I have stickers for you too uh, sean sweet. gave me a bunch of yhst stickers so nice. i only it's only fair only that I, fair you got trade I, yeah they're all sitting it's underneath like my fucking computer. pokemon cards exactly yeah, exactly but thanks a lot sean for coming on this was a yeah, blast cool. dude it was a lot of fun um we'd love to have you back on sometime yeah of course maybe once the uh the series comes out we can have you on yeah so give it another idea. plug and we can talk about it i'll do stuff. a uh, a late night jay leno oh, and shit. uh david letterman yeah. tour Ooh, have you heard yeah. about you know? this have you seen this oh yeah dude well thanks again for coming on cool. and we'll catch you guys next time right here on the cyber Strike podcast ciao but what the hell do i know if everyone's so one